How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. To another episode of the SD Farrell Show, I'm Justin Thin here with my co-host Matt Sheehan, who looks sleep deprived and Very lacking in, energy in, today. Incredibly, actually, yeah, but that's okay. We're gonna work through it. We're gonna we're gonna chop our way through this episode, mm. man. There, do people still dab? That that was totally uh, cool to still do, right? No, after I saw that, I was thinking about canceling the show. I would not have blamed you so, one second. I yeah. felt like canceling myself there, actually. <laughs> um, I guess I'll just have Bob Huggins call the show, and then we'll just have a chat, and that's one way that we can. Get off air permanently, but uh, oh well, we'll have a plan yeah. C somewhere along off the way. Off to a banner yep. start, Bob Huggins reference. How about that? You like minutes? that one? Yeah. There we go. Take a drink, everyone. <laughs> um, how you doing today, man? Oh, I'm peachy, man. Dude, this is awesome. Love uh, talking MSU Spartans uh, every Wednesday, except today's Tuesday. That's right. We're throwing a curveball out there at people. So anytime you can talk Spartans uh, yeah. with the beautiful, wonderful Justin Thin, you got to do it, folks. You got to get up for it. So pumped today, man. Yeah, got a great guest on today's show too. For man. sure. For Fire sure. A lot of excitement this upcoming season for a lot of the youth on the team, DBs, receivers. Yep. Um, and I guess one of those guys, one of the people that I think, that I believe you also think is a breakout candidate Love this guy. year. Oh, yeah. It's Tyrell Henry. Oh, yeah. So joining us right from the top of the show, there he is. Tyrell, how you doing today? Yo, I'm good. How y'all boys doing? Sensational. Yeah. Absolutely could not sensational. Be, could not be more excited. Um, yeah. I guess, speaking of that, Tyrell, what are your vibes going into this the second season at Michigan State? What what are you feeling? Well, my vibes really just to show everybody like what I came here to do. Really, like um, even before I committed, I told everybody let's go have a fun person to watch, exciting, electric. Some days that you can just watch and have fun watching, and that's like what I prove. I want to show everybody, and you know, just bring in the fans. So you know, but you know, really just show them that like even with all the ups and downs that we go prevail. So that's pretty much it. So. And let us know like what the vibe is of the wide receiver room right now because obviously there's a lot of starting positions up for grabs, a lot of starting reps up for grabs. You guys are competing with each other, but at the same yeah. time teammates. So what what's that like with just amongst the wide receiver room? I think by like, having like that, a lot of young cats in the receiver room and a lot of like hungry people in the receiver room, I think that helps us out a lot because we all fighting for like the spot. So I think yeah. that makes us all better. That makes us like you know like they say iron sharp as iron. So I think that like that's a big thing in our room and just. Like, but we're not like hating on each other. We all want each other like to be the best. Like, we, like we all know like at the end of the day, whoever's playing, that's who deserve it. So we ain't like it ain't none, no personal. It's just best man go out there to play, best man go, you know, best man win. So Tyrell, you have an opportunity to grab one of the starting roles as a receiver, also a specialist in the kick return game. You've come a long way since your senior year of high school, I'm guessing, working behind the scenes and things of that nature. So what is the biggest part of your game that you think you've improved since the day you signed your letter of intent? I think the biggest part of my game that I improved is my knowledge of the game. Mm. So even outside of just the uh, physical aspects and the speed and all that, I think just knowing like what defense is going to do, and how, our, how I fit into the offense and how the scheme fits and how we want this play to work and how we want this play to work. I think that 
um, aside from the all the physical aspects, I think that from like is the biggest thing in terms of me just being able to like be higher than the other people. I think because coming in, I think I was a pretty good athlete, and and to myself, I think I was I was running with everybody. You know, I always been a smaller guy, so I never was like that was never like my oh he's gonna outstretch people. Now nah, I'm gonna be out here footwork speed. That was always my thing. So I think just coming in and knowing the game a little like I didn't know the game as much. Now I know it a lot more. I think that's helped me out a lot. So I think that's the biggest thing. And just when you step onto the field for your first few college snaps, first few college reps, what do you remember from that? Do you think that you were surprised by anything that happened on the field, or was it like, nah, I was kind of ready for this going into the season here? Yeah. So I think I think um, the, my first time was against Western. I was a punt, and I think I was like, all right, I'm here. I, then they called the play, and I'm like, oh, I'm playing football. I'm like, it's just football. <laughs> That's go. all it is. <laughs> and then um, I think next game is Akron, and I just got in the receiver. Um, I had like I think I had like three pancakes that game, like three <laughs> random pancakes. I don't know why, but I just had three random pancakes, and I was like, yeah, okay, it's football. And then I think um, it like calmed down. I was just doing I was just doing gunner. Then Maryland game, I, my name got called up as a starting kick returner, and then that was like that was like okay, now the ball can be in my hands. Like, now yep. it, was, it was a different type. Of, it was a different type of nerve. And as soon as the ball hit my hands. I'm like, oh my god, this is football. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, it was really, it was cool for like, it was, it was, a, um, it was definitely a good experience. But I think at the end of the day, I like, I think it's just, I'm doing what I love. So it, it ain't really, I ain't look at it as like, oh, this like a big challenge, just a little faster, just a little stronger, obviously. Yeah. But that's what you expect. So right. Um, I think just knowing that I had on my my nerve calm down and just playing a game I love, I think that's all it is. Yeah, so Tyrell, when you got here, Jaden Reed was obviously one of the established guys in the locker room, uh, great football player as well, in addition to what he brought in the locker room. What did you learn from him, or I guess anybody else in the receiver room too? How did guys help you along from the day you got here until now? Well, I think so. I think the big, the two biggest guys that helped me was probably Jay Reed, like you said, and then Trey Mosley. Okay. I'm going to tell you why, because these, these are two different players, and they play two different ways. I'm yeah. going to tell you exactly why, so. Jay Reed was more like my type of style of play. We're both smaller, we're shifty, we're faster, in and out of breaks and stuff like that. Now, Trey's a more a, a long strider, smooth, you know, player. He's going to get where he needed to go. He'll catch the ball. But I think Jay Reed taught me a lot of things that I could take on the field, like just little little uh, detailed things. And then Trey taught me a lot of the things off the field. A lot of the things that you wouldn't, that, that um, an older guy wouldn't teach you, maybe he'd teach you about, oh, run this route right, but he'll teach you about, the right things to do in life as a like, as a whole just help you as a better person. So mm-hmm. I think Trey just being an old head, like the like but like the true, like genuine, like cool old head in the room, I think he like helped me out the most for real. And switching it to the return game here, because if there was, you know, something that really blew me away last year, just not for you, from all the young guys, was just your vision when it came to kickoff returns. There was one game, I think it was the Ohio State game. I'm sitting like 40 rows up behind the end zone with the common folk. You know, I don't got Matt Ishbia money, so I'm, so I'm sitting up there. <laughs> but it's like that bird's eye view, kind of like the Madden view of the kickoff return. And I'm like, this this guy's seen like cuts I don't even see out there. He's seen holes I don't even see out there. And Obviously, you did really good in high school. I think it had 500 uh, receiving touchdowns, uh, I think I read. But when you get the ball in your hand on a kickoff return, what is just going through your head? Like, just walk us through when that ball hits the hands. What are you looking for out there? So, so a lot of the, what people don't know is a lot of your reading is coming before you even had a ball in your hand. So, obviously, you want to get to where so, – so, we were taught is get to the ball, get to the spot quick as you can. So, mm-hmm. everything else can be calm for you, and you can catch the ball, and you can be able to be comfortable. So – 
a lot of you, a lot where you're reading is before you even catch the ball. As soon as you catch the ball, you know where you want to go. Now that is just being a football player as, in terms of after the ball's in hand. It's just certain things that you feel like I know this guy, I know this guy, this gun, this gunner right here. I know number four might be a little bit faster than number five, so I'm gonna go right and then go back behind him. So it's like little things that you know, little film details. I think just like that's just like a feel of the game, but that doesn't that comes that comes pretty like some for some people it comes natural, but some mm-hmm. people it's like it's a little it takes a little time to a couple reps and repetitions of it to get it. But I think from just like just a just a just a football aspect is like plan. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. So I think I think it was good for me to being able to be like in that scene of kick returning and probably returning my whole life to be able to afford the transfer out. For sure. Tyrell, we yeah. see um, kind of the resume that Coach Hawk has from the days that he was uh, in the NFL, uh, his days as a high school coach, now as a coach, developer, recruiter. What is he like on a daily basis for people that don't actually know him as a person? What can you tell us about Coach Hawk? <laughs> um Coach Hawk, he's, he's straight up, like, he's straight up with you, like, he's not going to sugarcoat now that he'll tell you what it is, but he, like, he's, he's, he's a really good teacher, like, in terms of how he gives his delays, his message to you, it might not always be what you like, he might yell at you a little bit, like, this, this, but he's a great teacher, and, like, he's never going to tell you something wrong, he's never going to tell you something that's out of the ordinary, he's always going to tell you what it is, and tell you, like, what he did to get there, and what he knows that he, that other people have done to get there, and he's going to help you get to that, you know what I'm saying, so, like a big thing is, a big thing is getting out of our breaks, and that's that's going to forever be one of the number one things of the receiver. Other than catching the ball, you know, what I'm saying you got to be able to run routes, you got to be able to get out in the natural breaks, and he's he's a big key right. on that. So I think just having a little like having somebody who's been there for like multiple years, not just one, but he's been there nine years in the league. So just having somebody that has that experience and knows like what the coaches want, what the what the um, recruiters in the NFL are looking at, I think just having that whole different aspect of it is a, a big plus for real. And I, th- I think someone's got to throw you the ball this year, right? And that's going to be either Noah Kim or Kane Hauser. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. But right now, with those two guys, what's the best part of each of their games? If you could just throw both of them uh, a bone right now. Um, I like I I love all our quarterbacks, even Andrew Schofar. So there we go. I, love, mm-hmm. like, I think I think all our quarterbacks are very very talented. I think they can go anywhere and just be and and shine and shine. You know what I'm saying? So like Noah, he's um he's a tough guy. Like Noah's really tough. He's He's more he's more down to earth, you know. Gotcha. Noah's kind of cool, collected, calm. You know what I'm saying? He has a big arm, so Noah's fun to play with all the time. He's um he's not scared to take that shot. Um, Kayton, he's he's my guy. Kayton's my guy. We got a little connection going on. So Kayton's a real he's real he's real he's cool he's calm too. He has his, you know, but he's real calm, collected, nice motion, nice here. You know, he has a good like fundamentals. He's he cool back there. He knows what he's doing. So I think both of the guys like really like I think. Who know whoever I'm not sure, but whoever right. gets mm. the spot, I'm 100 percent confident and comfortable with them and, and behind the behind the um, wheel. So, right like honestly, I couldn't even tell you who I want or who I think, <laughs> but whoever it is, I know like I'm comfortable with it and we go ride. So yeah, don't matter to me. There we go. Yeah, 100%. That seems to be a consensus with everyone I've talked to. It's whoever wins, the, the team's going to be in good hands. Yeah. So it seems like Tyrell yeah. seems seems the same way. So Tyrell, back when you committed to Michigan State. Um, obviously, a lot of schools wanted you, a lot of Midwest schools all over. I think even after you committed to Michigan State, schools are coming after you. So what did you, I guess, choose Michigan State because of? And did those reasons and factors play out kind of the same way that you thought they would after you enrolled? So in terms of, um, I would say yes, kind of because. So I came here in terms, like, when I first think, it was a lot of schools that I was looking at, honestly, and the, the culture staff was kind of shaky. 
I didn't know exactly who was going to be here. Right. Um, next year, I didn't know if this receiver coach was going to be here next year. Well, I didn't know if this office, I'm just um, head coach was going to be here. So it was a lot of like, a lot of like just, I felt like Michigan State was the most stable in terms of when I was coming in. I, I, I know Tuck going to be here. I know yeah. Hawk going to be here. It was just things like that. And then also it was like, I knew that I would fit the scheme. Like, even though like, I had a lot of reporters back in the day and coaches saying, oh, I was more of a Pac-12 type of guy or ACC or Big 12 type of guy receiver, which, you know, I understand. It's understandable, but I feel like if I'm in the right position, no matter where I'm at, I'm going to shine. So I, I was like, Michigan State, they produce they produce receivers, they produce players. Like, right. And the underdog players, too, the players that everybody ain't like, you know what I'm saying, but they dogs, they want yeah. it. So that's what I really liked about here and then um, – it's close to home. Like that wasn't a big deal to me home, but it was close to home, so it was a plus. Now yeah. we can come see the games and all that. So I think um, it all aligned for me to come here. For sure. And I'm saving my most important question for right now. It's like quarterback talk right here. This question right up here. When that first touchdown comes, what's the celebration? <laughs> are we throwing the ball as far in the stands as possible? Or are we hitting the gritty? Like, is that even still a cool thing to do? I, I got no idea. What what is yeah. the thing you're gonna have queued up for your first touchdown here? So the crazy thing is. So, um, showtime, you know what I'm saying? So, look, it's crazy because people, like the, the Spartan fans probably know me more as like a, well, he's kind of a flashy kid. Like he's more, the camera's on him, this, this, and that. But in high school, I don't think I've ever celebrated in my life. Okay. Ever, once. So, I might have to change it up a little bit. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but it's going to be something subtle and cool. So, we're going to figure okay. it out. But it, some, something. Love I might it. just have somebody take a picture of me. Like, sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little show. That's a little show. So. I don't know. We're going to see. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I love that. Matt, I think you got some quick hitters. I do. So this is uh, the quick hitting segment uh, that we'd like to do with every player, a coach sometimes whenever they're on. I've got four questions here, and these are all about guys that are also in the wide receiver room. Tyrell, are you ready, are, are you ready to have some fun right here? Because there's, uh, there is a lot of pressure. Let's not kid ourselves here. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. I'm, high I'm intensity. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All yeah, right. Ready. Guy in the wide receiver room who thinks he's funnier than he actually is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, probably Trey. Look, Trey, ah, Trey, Trey, Trey Mosley is not funny at all. But <laughs> Trey is not funny at all. He moved like a couple jokes here and there, but he's not funny. He thinks he's funny, but he's not funny. All right, fair enough. How about, all right, you are at a pickup basketball game. You are the captain. You get the first pick. What wide receiver in that room are you picking first? Antonio Gates. Okay. Mm. That checks out. That, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> he can actually hoop. All right. Yeah. The entire wide receiver room has a large box of pizza in front of them. Eight slices. Who are you picking to win the pizza eating contest first? Who's throwing down eight slices before anyone else does? Now, I can't pick. I'm not gonna pick myself. It would be me. Okay. okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. Okay. I'm a pizza guy. Look, I'm a I'm a pizza guy. If it, avid pizza guy. Like. Yeah. Any pizza places want me, I'm here. Like, it don't matter what. Yeah. If, yeah. you got, if you got cheese and a pepperoni on it, it's me. But yeah. look, I will pick, other than me, I will, <laughs> I will probably give it to, let me see. Let me, oh, let me think about this first. Let me think about this. Mm -hmm. Probably, probably see, probably Christopher Patrick. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. We'll, we'll get you both probably on Chris. a pizza NIL deal somehow. Yeah. We'll, we'll clip we'll, this we'll, up. Yeah. We'll send it to every pizza joint we know. Yep. And, um hopefully something we'll magic it. happen yeah <laughs> speaking of magic yeah. we're gonna go for movie magic for the last one here teammate you would pick to play coach tuck in a movie who's gonna play oh coach tuck God. in a movie yeah you like that one <laughs> there we go no no that's perfect hey look, look, look. 
I already used him. But this, hey, the funniest person in the room, he he imitates all our coaches. He's hilarious. Antonio Gates, look, I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. Hey, look, listen, I promise you, he'll do it perfect. All you got to do is cut his hair off. Perfect. Gold. Gold. That's awesome. Gold. That's awesome. Tyrell, my, my last question for you, kind of like the same vibe, is I think I asked you this when you came on as a recruit two years ago, but want to know the updated top five. What is What are you playing before the game? What's in your pregame playlist? All right. So, look. Let me see. Pregame playlist. So, I'm more of a when – I, when I, so, look. People, people play – I play my game kind of different than other people. You know what I'm saying? So, people like that, that high beat high upbeat music but i like to calm down mm. i like to breathe i like to relax like i want to be i want to be in a calm mindset before i play so i know everything is under control like i'm all under control i'm i'm you know what i'm saying cool and collected so you know i'm a gotta play some ride away gotta play some okay ride okay. okay gotta be gotta be in there um i'll probably go throw on a couple kevin gates songs um there's something like not yeah. nothing too hype uh probably go and probably go throw a couple drake songs in there yeah you know, Got to, got to. Um, and her hot lot bling and I don't know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I got let me see, last two, last two, last two. Probably some old Lil Wayne. Okay. And then it's a new it's a new rapper, his name's Lil Papa. Okay. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wore this little baby my turn shirt for oh, no reason. You. We didn't even get a little baby shout out out of Tyrell, so that's disappointing. Nah, little ba- little baby's cool, little baby's cool, but he don't got nothing where I'm just like Yeah. 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 All right. Got you got good. You yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. We we got a old Lil Wayne shout out. So I know that's we're playing, all I we're playing Mega Man, Blunt Blowing, all the Carter Four, yeah. Carter Three. So that's yeah. that's all I need. That's the that's yeah, the W right there. We got anything else for Tyro, Matt? I don't think so, man. But I, 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 I think I got a new uh, favorite player on the team, though, man. I mean, I, I got to say, I love Trey Mosley. Trey Mosley, like Mr. Yeah, Reliable, Trey's but a great uh, guy. Tra- oh. Trey's getting roasted too much. First Love he's getting called an the old head, then he's getting <laughs> not funny. But no, like... no, no. I told Trey. I told Trey I was gonna call him an old head on the show. Though. I did. Yeah. The you cleared with him first. That's good. That's good. I told him. Yes, I told him. I said, That's good. Trey, I'm gonna call you an old head on the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I think me and Trey are like the same like graduating class, so like that's why I take personal offense to that. Because if sure. Trey's an old head, then I need yeah. a walker or something. But it is what it is. <laughs> How do you think I feel? I graduated 35 years ago. How do you think I feel right now, man? Yeah, so. I'm ancient, but no, like like Trey, uh, love Trey, but man, Tyrell. I mean, yeah. Who's gonna tell him Tyrell? Is it gonna be you, or is it gonna be me that tells uh, him that y- you probably just unseated him for number one on the team in, in my list? So I don't yeah. know. I think I think he'll see it himself. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Tyrell, we appreciate you, man. All the time, all the insight that you have, yep. and excited to see you break out this year. Appreciate it, man. Yep. I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Cannot wait for that first kickoff return touchdown. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I think he has something going with the hotline blame. Yeah. Like that would roll the clock back about six or seven years. Uh, right. Should you do that? But you know what? There's something nice he about nostalgia. It and with like the show time thing, like maybe it could yeah. be like a, like a Trey Young sort of a bow. Oh, you know, like just some subtle, something yeah. nice like that. I yeah. like that. While Trey takes a picture. Yeah. yeah. And then fireworks go off uh, outside the stadium <laughs> and then an elephant rides onto the field. Yeah. Just again, something. Flashing LED green lights yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Just something small. I, yeah. We're not asking a lot here. Yeah. We're not asking a lot here. Yeah. But no, fun, engaging interview as Dude, he's awesome. a lot of these have been, but. I know. Tyrell. Not I know. a stale one yet. Yep. Yeah. I, going back to the days when uh, I used to cover him as a recruit. One of my favorite personalities, um, him, Dylan Tatum, a couple other guys. Yep. So great to see the flair that he brings, yep. um, the positive energy and enthusiasm. And 
that's there for the taking this year. He's got the opportunity and I think he has the talent. So excited yeah. to see what the fall brings for Tyrell. And I also think the return game is in good hands too. Like yeah. Jaden Reed brought a renaissance to the return game that we haven't yeah. seen in East Lance in a while. Like it, it was a little stale for quite some time and then he showed up, but yeah. I, I don't think there's going to be much drop off from Jaden Reed to Tyrell Henry, especially, yeah. you know, as Tyrell moves on through his career. Yeah. It's going to be a lot to ask for like immediately. I mean, he still is a young player, but yeah. He's got the tools, got the yeah. traits, got the vision. He's going to so. be back there for yeah. at least two years, too. So yep. it's going to be good to have that longevity back there, that continuity for a couple of years. So going to be exciting. He's, yeah. he's a guy that can both be that run-after-catch guy that you get the ball to right at the line of scrimmage, or you kind of use him to, to spread the defense back. So going to be used in a multitude of ways. Exciting no. days. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Positively love it. And you yeah. know what? I also love the addition that Michigan State mm. just got not too long ago. Hey, there we go. From TCU, that's right. College football playoff participant and winner in the college football playoff, I may add. Keon Stewart. Yeah. From the Horned Frogs of <clears throat> TCU. 46 tackles, 10 pass breakups, yep. one interception. Justin, you want to take the rest away here? Yeah. Takes the church. Yeah. So Keon Stewart, as you said there, um, fair amount of production. He's a senior. Um, one thing to note here is that he was behind NFL draft pick. Um, Name escapes me, but Ladanian Tomlinson's cousin, oh, okay, gotcha. nephew, sure, and then Josh Newton, who is returning to TCU this year, and some outlets have him as a top ten returning corner. So, oh. <laughs> great, great room there they had. Yeah, there. no kidding. Yeah. Um, but he did did play in the college football playoff. He was the one that had the final um, targeting, uh, yep. so called targeting, yep. uh, like sixty yards away from the end zone with like zero seconds left. Yep. But it is what it is. I almost started crying because I thought for sure it was, but hey, we're not here to talk about that. Yeah. It all worked out. But no, yeah. so that does that does point out the fact that he loves violence. He comes in flying. Yes. Um, there's a clip that I retweeted, uh, I think from the Spartan Tailgate account, where he's comes in flying from the from out of the frame on a quarterback scrambling on third and ten, one yard before the quarterback can get, and he just comes just launches himself at the quarterback. Yeah. So always can always can appreciate that. That clip, because I saw the same yeah. clip, it reminded me of a Quaveris Crouch uh, nuking whoever the <laughs> Michigan punter was when they had to scramble and try to go for the first down and just Crouch detonated the guy <laughs> a yard before the first down. That, yeah. that clip was very similar to that one, yeah. so I know what you're talking about. For sure, yeah. So yeah. as a whole, this pickup to me is one of those things where if you can get a guy who um, maybe was hidden or didn't get the opportunity they deserved at TCU to come in here and possibly be a steal and a starter – great sure. even better if it's just someone that adds depth to a room that is very young Still and very great. unproven but exciting yeah. even better so yep. um the way i see it is either keon is going to be somebody that starts and makes the room better or the young guys can beat him out and start over him and either way the room's in good hands so yeah that's kind of the way i see it and i think this is uh this is an exciting pickup it's all about depth 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 yep. in the spring transfer portal window and yeah that was the first thing i probably really the only thing i was going to exclaim on with his game is just how hard he does yeah. hit because he has uh, a little highlight package on his twitter feed uh, a bunch of spring practice clips you know trying to get his name out there of course like all transfer portal entries do mm -hmm. And some of these hits he's laying on in spring practice, I'm like, are, are the coaches happy about this? Because, like, he is, like, nuking some of these guys right now. And I, I'd imagine the coaching staff would want to get out of here alive. But, yeah, the, the kid does lay the wood. Uh, no question about it. So, I mean, yeah. when when he's on the field, I don't know what number he's going to be at, but when number yeah. whatever's on the field, uh, just f maybe yeah. follow him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, plus at the end of the day, I'll take a corner that – even if he can't stick with a guy, you know that when he's on the field, he's going to make himself an asset with his tackling. 
as opposed to maybe someone that also doesn't have like a very very high ceiling but then isn't very aggressive mm-hmm. so tiebreaker will always go to somebody that plays football the way keon stewart does in my opinion yeah downhill runner just on run plays just yeah. absolutely crack people yep. so yeah yeah, it works out for me. I mean, especially for spring transfer portal ad and yeah. to pair along with Armarion Smith. Like those are two mm-hmm. good defensive backs that, yeah. you know, power five level depth pieces. And yeah. that's just the name of the game right and, here, man. And blending the two different kind of seniority levels yep. there with Keon Stewart yep, being right the on. guy at the, at the end, tail end of his career. And then Armorian Smith just finishing his uh, freshman season yep. at Cincinnati. So kind of staggering the talent level in that DB room. And it's an exciting young one, but unproven. So we'll take all these ads we can get. Quick question. I think we talked about this a little bit last week after Smith uh, committed, but do you have a clear direction of where MSU goes next for a spring transfer portal Mm. pickup? Is it like, hey, we really need a linebacker, for example, or we need this, or is it just now like they're kind of chilling, just going best player available? I would say that at least one receiver needs to be a forced need. Okay. And then after that, I think for the two spots after that, it would be best available. Okay. So if there's somebody that's a redshirt freshman or a true sophomore linebacker that's willing to come in, not play a ton this year, and then start next to Jordan Hall two years from now, or I guess the season after this one mm-hmm. that would be somebody that might be considered a need but for the most part i'm looking best available after one wide receiver personally right cool there we yeah. go are they on like the five yard line of any receiver right now or is it still kind of just uh, the waiting period i think there's a couple receivers they've been on the five yard line for for a while now yeah, right. so yeah. i guess that's the portal so it's uh, hard to say really at right this on. point sorry I'm, I'm putting you on the hot seat no right you're good yeah. that's a question that i'm sure everyone <laughs> had in their mind when when the portal comes yeah, out. it's always curious because yeah. like there's also like no really like hard deadline coming yeah. up like very soon for the spring transfer portal too so like that that's what makes it tough too yeah. it's like there's no real for sure timeline my here. understanding is that really there is like no deadline whatsoever mm-hmm. ideally right. everyone that wants to kind of be ingratiated in the playbook and wants to be um kind of on a smart timeline yeah it would be the start of summer classes um, but really, honestly, you could take until the start of fall camp if somebody really wanted to. Sure, so right, right. Processes could be dragged out, could could be committing tomorrow. It's really, there's no uh, sort of understanding there when this could play out. Stay tuned then, I guess. Yeah. As so much as I hate to say it because I'm very impatient. But <laughs> stay, stay tuned. So there we go. Yeah. Let's talk UBs. Let's talk UBs. Let's talk UBs. I like them both. <laughs> Yeah, I do too. And that's not disingenuous. Like that's that, yeah. I, I, I truly, I truly, in my heart of hearts, believe that. Like, and yeah, okay, I'm not the. It's not just me, the slappy fan, saying that. Like, clearly, the the coaching staff is probably in a good spot mentally with this yeah. too, because it's not like they're gonna go reel out some quarterback. I, I that, <laughs> I, I'd be stunned if they tried to land a quarterback in the spring transfer yeah, window. No. Like, let's just put it that way. Yeah. So stunned that I almost just had a stroke ten seconds ago. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's now. So yeah, I agree. It's I think. I've I've asked around off the record um, of who guys think may win the job. Okay. And um, I asked an even number of people. Okay. I like um, that. I'll just say I asked I asked six people. Okay. All on the team, and it's three and three. There you go. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was off the record. There's no reason for them to kind of lie. No, so of course, that's kind of right. where it is. Yeah. So, as you see right now on the screen, we're seeing uh, highlights from Noah Kim from his senior year at uh, out in Virginia. Um, he obviously shows a lot of ability to improvise yep. the deep throws, uh, which we've seen in the spring game and yep. at um, and in, in the game against Minnesota. That's kind of on display there. Uh, pretty athletic as well. And uh, he's a guy that brings some juice to the offense. I don't think it's unfair to say that when he was out there last year, the team responded differently than when Peyton Thorne was out there. 
Um, small sample size, obviously, granted, but I think uh, that's kind of a, a observation that I've heard from numerous people. Uh, but yeah, ha he has some he has some nice talent, nice arm talent, probably underrated. And uh, I think uh, Michigan State fans know that if he were to be the winner, I think uh, competency is the floor there and maybe some excitement is the ceiling there. So that's kind of how I would summarize him. And then um, also have a video of uh, Kayton Hauser. Um, these are two videos I cut up and posted yesterday and today. Um, Kayton is a guy that obviously everybody knows as the kid with the recruiting pedigree, yep. the former four star at St. John Bosco. Um, we'll go through some of his plays here as well. So there you see Kayton just launching a frozen rope sort of with, with great ball placement, as we saw with Kim a few times as well. Um, great elusiveness out in the open field. Second level defenses didn't stand a chance. And um, I should point out that the competition level that Kayton is playing is probably some of the best in the entire nation. Yeah. Um, obviously, you don't want to hold that against Kim as you can only play who is in front of you. But it is a anecdote that speaks to somebody's preparation um, coming into college. But obviously, now both guys are at least a year away from that. Uh, as again, you see, Kayton is just lethal with his legs. Uh, time and time again is able to take advantage of designed runs here you see another one where he beats the defense to the edge and looks like a natural kind of dual threat quarterback even though he's categorized as a pro style guy the poise here the footwork the ability to not kind of lose sight of the play and throw that touchdown I think that was refreshing and Michigan State fans didn't see a lot of that last year um, so you kind of see both guys here um, definitely athletic both yeah. guys are definitely able to um, make plays uh, after the clean pocket is broken. That is something that we need to see uh, this year on the field. Um, so, Matt, after my monologue there, what do you kind of see with both of these guys in terms of an on-field skill set sort of a of a perspective? Yeah, we know the story with Kaden Hauser. I mean, if you follow just even a single shred of Michigan State recruiting, like he was billed for, I just look at him, his physical traits. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, bigger than everyone else on the field right there. Massive arm, though. He does have the legs to become dual threat ask quarterback if you will you can have some design runs just like you said beat the guy to the edge in that last clip right there but that is something that is right now underrated Noah Kim's game which I feel like is going to stop pretty soon once people right. see a little more of Noah Kim and there is such a fine line in quarterback in between like having happy feet getting out of pockets too early uh, kind of using your legs the wrong way and then using them to extend plays I feel like Noah Kim does teeter on that right side yes. of it of like, no, he does have live legs, uses it smartly, knows how to time his escapes from pockets yeah. and what to do when he is on the run as well. Because if I'm not mistaken, guy, I think it was the Akron game. I think he had some nice throws on the run there in that yeah. game as well. So, I mean, of course, better to throw in a clean pocket. But, right. hey, that I wish I can get a clean pocket every yeah. time I drop back to pass two. It's just not the world that we live in. But, yeah, yeah so when it doesn't happen, though, no, Kim, pretty solid uh, yeah. passer on the run. So that's what I like about his game as well. But it, right now, as it stands, I I, I think it's a win-win. Yeah. I mean, if Kim wins the job, you could clearly see why. Like, he does have live legs. He does have a pretty solid arm. Yeah. No question. We saw some bullets. We saw some dimes, if you will, mm -hmm. at the spring practice. And then, well, Caden Hauser, if he wins the job, okay, well, it's all yeah. the physical tools. And also, like, three years left for him. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah how, how could you be like just punching the air no matter what happens whether it be august whether it be week two of the season yeah. like it's 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 a fine spot to be in i feel like a lot of other programs in the country like if they lose their starter uh the last minute of the transfer portal window it could be a lot more catastrophic than it is right now like yeah. it could be a lot of scrambling a lot of doubt but 
I mean, hey, just like you yeah. said, just like that, what we know from what's going on inside the program, yeah. like they're not panicking to find another quarterback oh, because they're happy with what they not. got right now. So. Yeah, very well said. I think um, the anecdotes to kind of know there for if you were to try to temper the expectations uh, for either guy, um, I guess starting with Kim, it's important to understand the stakes and every time that we saw him do well, mm-hmm. it was in either um, mop-up duty or, or, or a blowout in a actual game meaning the other team either has backups in or they're playing a simplistic shell defense um, that is kind of easier to read and they're not changing the picture in that sort of a margin of the game. And in the spring game, obviously, same thing. Michigan State just playing a basic two-deep shell, not trying to show anything on tape. With that said, you can only make the throws that are there, and he makes them every single time he's on the field. But just kind of adding the... Um, realistic expectation that you can't expect Kim if he wins the job to lead a touchdown drive every single time he's out there. Yeah. That might be what he does every time he comes in and, and we see him, but that probably won't be the case in a tie game first quarter. Sure. Teams are trying to change the picture. Starters are in. Yeah, so right. just water will find its level, but arm talent is there. Kayton Hauser, um, he's a guy that there was politics involved at his high school where the other quarterback was the son of one of the most influential guys in football in the state of California, Steve Clarkson, his son, Pierce Clarkson. Um, So that kind of hurt the reps that he got in college and, or in high school, I should say. And now we haven't really seen him a ton so far. So there's going to be probably a greater learning curve there. So with both guys, it's not just, Hey, you put him in suddenly drastic upgrade in the quarterback room everything smooth sailing so tempering expectations both ways but i will say personally i think um long term it's uh i think better that one of these two guys are starting this season than uh, the alternative i would say hard agree yep hard agree there we go yeah got a little bit of a recruiting roundup action for us we do yeah hope you weren't done talking because (laughs) (laughs) you got a lot more of it coming your way you're you're the man with the goods so takes the school here yeah so tons of official visits will be getting locked in this entire month yeah um there's going to be guys that you've never heard of before there's going to be guys that have been covered for a year now that are going to be popping into the official visit dockets one of those guys that has kind of been covered for a while now nick marsh we talked about him last Hmm. week uh, for those that missed it, worth talking about again. He's locked in for the final official visit in June, yep. which is also the final official visit before he commits on July 6th. So that was big there. Yep. A new name is Michigan State's target, who is committed to the University of Florida right now, and that's Kanan Daniels. He's a running back that is, uh, as I said, committed to Florida. He's a four-star. There is a ton of excitement in his tape. Um, if you haven't seen it, Matt, that's the first thing you have to do right after the show ends. Dude, it's insane. <laughs> like, he, it looks like he's playing against middle schoolers by yeah. just how powerful this, this yeah. guy is with the football in his hand. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. And he's so unstoppable that they have <laughs> just made the entire offense a wildcat yeah. quarterback system. Like, it's not even a wishbone. Yeah. Like, where no. it's like a triple option. They're yeah. involved in putting all these trickery and intricacies right. in there. It's just, no, you get the snap mm-hmm. and you take off immediately. Yeah. And they can't, they can't touch him. No, and these are no loaded boxes man. with 10. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing, right? <laughs> Like, he might as well be raising his hand being like, I am going to run the ball, and it's going to be right through that A-gap right there. Right. And they have 10 people yeah. in the box. And, well, there he is, 75 yards on the field. Deuces, yeah. so I know. The absolute biggest key that I look for in running back tape is the ability to accelerate through a cut. A lot of guys in high school can break ankles and make guys miss at the second level. Sure. But 
and it might even work for a long home run touchdown in high school, but in college, it's going to be those guys coming from behind the teammate of the dude that just got his ankles broken that are going to be able to catch up to sure. you if you don't accelerate through your cut. And he has that. So big fan of, of uh, Kane and Daniels there. Good job by Michigan State locking in a visit just six days after they offered him. That's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> as, as a Mississippi native and a Florida commit. So all the way on the other side of the, of the, of the country. Um, so, yeah, lots of guys locking in visits. Um, there's going to be guys that, um, like I said, you don't know. There's guys that you're going to know names of. So Jason Cross is a DB that also locked in a visit. He's from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Salgado, the new cornerbacks coach, we're going to talk about him next episode maybe. Really impressed with kind of the way that he is approaching recruiting. Sure. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of DBs are locking in OVs too. So won't put all the names out there, but the, they're getting locked in, and uh, we're getting – New four, five, six guys every week. There we go. Speaking of locked in, before we go to this next segment, the two are facts, one is mm. whack. You're a big 76ers fan. Huge. Matt, they are on the TV right over there, and you haven't skipped a single beat yet. <laughs> this is this is a master class in multitasking right now. I, I'm in awe right, right now because I'd be losing my mind if this was a team I yeah. deeply cared about. I, I, think I, looked, I think I looked over there once while Tyrell was talking. That's and amazing. I saw that their 14-point lead was down to six, and I was like, yeah, this is going to go poorly. Let me just not look over there again. Now they're at halftime, so I don't even know how the final like eight minutes of the second quarter I got, went. I got zero idea either. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all. The only thing that really distracted me, the Taco Bell just had a really nice commercial up there, and I'm getting one of those when yeah. I hit the, the other The, the other car. thing was I, I was watching – I was listening to the game on the TNT app on the way here, and Marcus Smart started the game with two straight threes, and the vibes were just horrible. So That's a bad start. Yeah, so <laughs> can't get any worse from there. But No, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. There we go. Well, how about we turn it around with some two are facts. One mm. is whack right now. And, hey, speaking of NBA playoffs – that may or may not be the theme of today's oh, tour okay. facts. One is whack. Gang, this is a very easy game to play. Three statements. You guessed it. Two of them are facts. One of them is whack. Justin. Yeah. Are you ready to play tour facts? One is whack. I am. NBA playoff theme. Okay. Simple. Simple number one. Draymond Green has the most playoff wins of any MSU alum. Okay. Draymond Green has the most playoff wins of any MSU alum. Okay. Statement number two. Max Christie has scored the most points in this playoffs of any player picked in the second round in last year's draft. Ooh. Okay. One? Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's how I chewed up about a half hour of time today researching that one. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, aside from Max Christie, should the Lakers win? Should the Lakers win? There are three former Spartans. That's right. That are going to be getting rings that have a bench role on the Lakers. It's a lot of language there, but. Deal, just bear, bear with me there. Yeah. Can you repeat that last one again? <laughs> I absolutely can because that was very confusing. <laughs> Besides Max Christie, should the Lakers win the yes. NBA title, there are three additional former Spartan basketball members that will be getting rings that have bench rolls with the Lakers. There is a there's a manager. Hmm. 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 Huh. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> the first one, Draymond Green having the most playoff wins. Um, it just comes down to him versus Magic, I think. Couldn't even tell you how many Magic had. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and hope that Draymond is indeed clear. Okay. Um, 
a few years ago, I would have been able to tell you all the second round NBA draft picks that are playing in the playoffs. Sure. Unfortunately, the Sixers continuing to lose in the first round or second round, I should say, has dampened my interest in the NBA draft a that's, little bit. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, to not drag this out. Okay. It's a good start. <laughs> as I continue to sit in silence, dragging it out. <laughs> you got this. We believe I'm going to say the. Hmm. I'm going to say the middle one is false just because I've seen Christie score just a couple baskets. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking there has to be somebody out there that has mm, actually. Oh boy. Oh, we are, we are, we are backpedaling on this one. Like a cornerback on Tyrell Henry. We are just backpedaling. I'm going to say the third one is false because oh, I, wow. you said besides Max Christie, right? I did. I did. Former Michigan State basketball members. You said that have ventral. So, like, Magic being, Ventrals. like, a partial stake owner doesn't count or something? Nah, correct. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the last one, that being the false one. <laughs> Magic Johnson, 128 <laughs> playoff wins. Draymond Green, uh, okay. just 106. That would be the whack one. Who are the I'm three? Sorry. Who are the three? I'm sorry. So, the three are three names that you may or may not know. Zach Peterson, former student manager for the men's and mm. women's team. You talk about being busy. Zach Peterson was a, a, quite the busy student back in the day. He's now an assistant coach. Jordan Ott, he was a grad assistant mm. just for a year. That was a really tough one, as, as if that wasn't a tough enough <laughs> question to ask. And then Andrew Hank. Yeah, that is that is the gentleman that I was recalling. Yeah, student manager uh, back in the day for Tom Izzo, now the head equipment manager for the Lakers, but that gets him a spot on the bench. I've, I've, yeah. I've seen his beautiful face many a time uh, during Lakers games. Uh, yeah, no, Andrew Hank's my guy, so I uh, gotta yeah. shout him out, but Max Christie, 13 points this entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. Justin, that's en- that's enough for first place Okay, by, I believe, 13 points. <laughs> I, d- I don't think that there's another second-round guy in last year's draft that has scored a point. When I combed through all of it, there was one player, and of course you'd think I'd write the name down, but I didn't, <laughs> who has played in, I think, two games, but no points or anything yeah. like that. So Max Christie carrying the torch for the second-round draft picks last year. and um, There's another good second-round pick in the mm-hmm. Michigan State ecosystem that is also doing well in these playoffs. And Draymond Green. Hmm. He was a second round pick. Oh, was he? Hmm. Was he not? I thought he, right. Did he go 30th? He playing like a lottery pick. Let me yeah, tell you I was going to say, I think he was in the early 30s. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, 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 yeah. oh, he's second. I think he was 34, I want to say. Yeah. I used to be able to just bang that out at the top of my head, but yeah. uh, clearly. We're old. We're old heads like, yeah. like uh, Trey Mosley. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't help but to laugh when you say uh, not to drag this out because like I have a rule of thumb in life. Whenever you're like at a wedding and the best yeah. man or maid of honor or like at a funeral and people get to speak about whoever, wherever you're at. In life, if someone starts a speech with, all right, I'm going to keep this short. It's never short. Get ready for the longest speech you've ever heard in your entire life. Go to the bar, get another drink, like really just nestle into your seat because you you ain't leaving anytime soon when someone kicks things off with, I'm going to keep this short, everyone. No, you're not. So, <laughs> you sure aren't. So, yeah, so yeah. no, I, I, no, but you, you actually did go through that uh, quick after saying we're going to uh, blow through this year. So, yeah. No, uh, so. Four and eleven, the, I believe, is now the record. The winning streak ends at one, uh, yep. unfortunately. Yeah. Because last, yeah, last week was Kentucky Derby theme. Yeah. Justin, I bet on like six horses for the Derby. Yeah. Not a single one was like even on the screen. Oh uh, no. Beyond halfway through the race, so that's just how. I know. I, know I messaged you here. like two or like no, like six hours before the oh, Kentucky shoot, Derby. Shoot, you did. Asked you like who yeah. are the ones that are gonna win. 
and I blindly chose the very, very first one because it was like the coolest name. Yeah. And um, I don't even know what happened with that horse. If he's, if it... he's still out there trying to finish uh, oh. against all odds, uh, whether oh. it's Angel of Empire or Ghost yeah, 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 yeah. Dante. Yeah, it was Angel of Empire, yeah. That horse is still out there. Oh, no. Trotting. That is not ideal. It's okay. I just lost all my money that I ever made, so that's okay. <laughs> we'll get him next year. One less hot and ready this week for you. One less. Oh. <laughs> Don't don't make me cry. Not not on camera, please. No no, please take the camera off me. I'm very emotional right now. So. Is that it? Is that it? I was I was gonna say, is that it? One day we're gonna end a show and both not be surprised that it's yeah. the end of the show. Today's not that day. Next week probably won't be that day. I yeah. would highly doubt two weeks from now is gonna be that day. Yeah. But one day the, we're gonna wrap the, the show up week professionally. Of June, we're gonna uh -huh. hope to be as we hit our stride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right after Nick Marsh OV uh, mm. week. That's when we're going to really tighten yep. things up here. But yeah. uh, until then. So the stakes get serious. Until then, it's just, just out. I'm going to start wearing just suits to those shows. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, yeah. nuts. Yeah. Yeah, show hopefully them flex. I start, stunt hopefully on I start them. wearing more appropriate attire than Let's neon green what are, those off, are, are those off-white? That's uh, yeah. nope, like you, man. They're just they're, – they're not – you know, I'm going to look for off-white Crocs you today. You should. Hopefully that's a thing. Do they exist, do you think? Hopefully Virgil Abloh gave those to yep. us before he passed. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Virgil R. P. Abloh. One time for him. Yep, there yep. we go. But well, yeah, that, note. that does it for this week's episode. If you have Virgil Abloh on your bingo card, go ahead and yeah. catch that ticket right yeah. now. But uh, All the name drops today. Yeah. Start with Bob Huggins, <laughs> end with Virgil Abloh. So there we go. We do it all here. I'm like, I'm not yeah. we, we hit all bases here. There yeah. we go. And uh, we'll be back to hit all the bases next week as well. So... <laughs> So, so thanks for joining us and uh we'll be back next week so appreciate you tuning in please close your eyes turn around and count to nine when you open them i will be gone okay.